0: what's good guys welcome to analog dialogue i'm daryl and i'm gab and today this is our first episode this is our pilot episode for our new podcast yes and um we're we've been holding off on this for quite a while probably like almost two years (laughs) but we have with us today our one and only kim lim
1: thanks for having me hi kim (laughs) hello kim (laughs) all
0: right um Okay, so first off, we just want to we just want to give you a quick introduction. You are from We Want Film and Tiny mm-hmm. Print. Yes. So, when did you start those two things?
1: Last year.
0: Last year. Um, we both Want of them? Film
1: was um uh formed because of the uh parang we had this core group in the film community and then um we just thought uh, we wanted something that will um support other artists, so we formed this group and then we came together because of uh
0: yeah
1: sunny sixteen <laughs> and
0: mm-hmm. then
1: um we met through sunny sixteen mm-hmm. and then another branch of a uh, community mm-hmm. non profit community, so mm-hmm. it's something that we wanna push to promote. Film itself, yeah. okay. film photography. So, to
0: make it clear that these are two like passion projects of yeah. film, right? Yes. So, it started with Sun 16, it was a lab that you guys made mm-hmm. and you co owned, and that's how we actually met, Daryl, me, yeah. and yeah. you, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so now, like, talk about like what we want film is like, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, what is it, like a community?
2: How is it different from other film photography groups that we have locally and internationally? What sets it apart? Well,
1: right now, it's just a passion project. So right now it doesn't really have that structure yet, but we just want to put out content that's applicable to film photographers mm. and they can rel- something that they can relate to. Mm. And then you the community itself is still um in the works. Yeah. So parang we still need to build that. So right now we're just putting out content and Um, featuring um, film photographers that we feel like needs to be discovered by other people.
0: So it's a collective of people who really want to express something out there through film.
2: And if I may add, since I'm also a member of the Facebook group and I (laughs) saw one thing I like about the We Want Film group is that it's more Mm -hmm. of a non-intimidating creative space. Compared that's nice. to that's
1: nice how
0: you other, it. yeah, groups, yeah. Like. and that's also what we push here. in mm-hmm. Thirty-five Studio, analog dialogue—that's mm-hmm. always what we yeah. have been trying to push. We started off like knowing nothing, but we're we're going out there. We're not trying to tell people that we know everything, you yeah. know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we are subject to criticism, but like we accept it, and we like uh, uh, encourage people to do the same because it's all right to be criticized in this is space, safe space. Yeah. yeah, and that's what we see. With uh, we want film, which is why we really like it as well, and
1: that's a good thing that you said that because that's what we, we are really aiming for. Mm. So it's it's nice that you you're saying it now because it it looks like it's working. Yeah. So because I think that's how it was formed as well. So the group, the core people who are in it, like Mindy, Jameson, Paul, Paul and Joy, and these people are also artists mm. and um, also wants to um, build uh, a better community that really helps newbies.
0: A better world so. for filthers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <because> <laughs> a <laughs> better make, the,
1: make them great again. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I think there's also
2: another question I want to ask. What are your thoughts on that? Since we mentioned that since it's uh, more of a safe space for creatives, mm-hmm. How, is there a room for criticism when it comes to photography?
1: There's room for feedback. Okay. So we, well, criticism, yes. But it's a, parang, it's a constructive criticism. So if you want to ask advice, there are people who can help you there, who knows better. Most of them, the people I know there, knows better uh, a lot of technical stuff than me. So, parang they are, they they have become the support group in terms of um, yun, technical stuff, cameras, how, who yeah. and also the network itself. And almost so, all
2: are practicing. Maybe. Yeah, all are photographers yes. as well.
1: Yeah, so that's what's good about it. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's not really about you know who's better or who does it better or whatever. Yeah. But it's about trying to help each other, uh, improve their craft and h- help each other express mm. their art. Right. So that's, that's and I think
0: goal. I think when I really think about it, like if I would think about the roots of all the other groups as well, you know, mm-hmm. like where purism or or like you know riddlewood like elitism and yeah. stuff like that, and it really gets toxic and like not fun for other people. Although we're one of those who don't really care care that much, you know, like we don't. I mean. I what I'm getting at is like these people also started probably with that idea yeah. that they wanted to just help people express, mm-hmm. help people get better and somewhere some, somewhere along the way I guess I don't know what, what what do you think of that how did it like go from point A to point B where it's just full of insecure and bitter people talking to each <laughs> yeah. other and trying to better one another it's like
1: I wow that's <laughs> hard to answer um Uh, I'm not really sure, but I guess it's just about defining the mission or vision of the group Mm. itself and sticking to that. Mm. So if somebody deviates from the mission or the vision or the goal of the group, then you you can correct it or you know Mm. he can go she can go. So it's about
0: sticking to your roots
2: and to your the ethos. Yeah oh, the, I think oh, it's we could compare it to let's say the music industry I think that's where the problem stems for example um in music we have classical music rock mm. pop and if you have a classical point of view if you mm. look at let's say heavy metal then that's not something that resonates with you and something that's wrong right. I think yeah. that's
0: well, that's also what happens whenever there. something's new I think with age comes like conservatism yeah. you know like sometimes you want to i'm not
1: sure i feel like i have a daughter and i feel like <laughs> i'm still trying to get to know what she's into you're growing into yeah. that liberalism. so it's it's re- it really depends on the person or uh who's i guess who's leading it mm. and with with we want film that's what's fun about it or beautiful about it is because it's a democracy so nobody's mm. really and you, trying to say yeah. oh yeah. I'm this and I'm that mm. So and you should do so, this you should do yeah, that
2: yeah, yeah. right I understand that like yeah. for example if and I think there's also a place for let's say the purists mm. there's also a place for lomographers the experimental type now I think to have a healthy space
0: we should just mm. respect each other's boundaries yeah yeah, yeah. 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 I think all of them should exist, if not for them to have been like, you know, you wouldn't have a reason to make We Want film, and we wouldn't have found this beautiful these beautiful people and like, mm-hmm. you know, create beautiful projects together, yeah. if it had not been for those people who may, you know, for, for <laughs> no, like, it, I okay. think okay. the, the problem, problem birthed beautiful things, is what I'm saying. It's true. Yeah. So I think, yeah. we yeah, you have a great point in like, respecting one another. And like we Lauren. talked about in Lauren's podcast, it's like if you love yourself more, it's yeah. easier to love other people. Yeah. If you hate True, yourself less, yeah. it's harder <laughs> to hate other people. And it comes with this too, like no matter how toxic it may be, like uh saying uncalled for stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, right? Like when you respect the boundaries, you respect like the, the existence of one another. Yeah. yeah it's really but
1: hard. I I will disagree with Some the aspect. With the part that it's birthed, I think everyone has this aspiration, and it doesn't matter if there are people who's trying to mm. say mm-hmm. um, toxic stuff about oh, you. Oh, you're saying you're just
0: you're disagreeing with it being birthed. Yeah, like.
1: Because, of those, because of those people. So I don't oh, want to give credit, right. credit to those <laughs> to people, those people <laughs> because, <laughs> number one, yeah,
0: no, I get um, it. we mm-hmm. all
1: we all have this um, passion for film. And everybody, and like in every community, uh, in every like hobby or something, like when you ride bikes, mm. big bikes, you, you always have this community or group mm-hmm. that you can have uh, fun with or support. Right. So the same with anything, um it will always have uh it, you will always build a community within that. Right yeah, as long as you're within the same yeah.
2: wavelength. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm.
1: So mm-hmm. if you're not <laughs> if you're not within the same wavelength then go to another group. Yeah. So that's <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. I guess the reason we ask that is because like, you know, we're fairly new at it. Like we're like babies in the film yeah. community. Like uh most of our viewers are. So like that's our adventures. But like um the contrast is like you've been here a while. Like I'm
1: just old. I'm not <laughs> but I'm just learning. I'm still also learning. So I couldn't say that I'm an expert at this, mm-hmm. but I'm just um also Still, step by step, knowing and trying to, just like, who said that? Uh, Everybody says it. It's a cliche that you should always try and learn Mm -hmm. until the end, until you die. So that's it.
0: Yeah, I think cliches are the cliches for a reason because they actually are You You (laughs) know what I mean? So, yeah, it's like because you, your perspective is different from ours because like you've seen longer time, like you've seen more of film than we have. Mm-hmm. Like longer yeah. years of film that we have. But, but I think uh another interesting thing is like through, how how long have you been in film?
1: Um twenty sixteen. Not 2016. not as long as you think. Yeah. But when yeah. I But was you've been young, a photographer for
0: I, a long while. Right? Yeah, twenty
1: eleven. Yeah. I started mm-hmm. with weddings and then shooting events
2: and then almost ten years. Yeah. Sure.
1: yeah. So yeah, when I burned out, that's when I Child film
0: okay so you've been a professional even before i was in college i would think yeah. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say even before no, I, was I was born, born. <laughs> <laughs> like, what, see? what are your thoughts in
2: the professional aspect of film photography now that it's coming back i think i'm seeing a lot of studios offering film mm. photography packages like is it a good thing to have right now is this something that's going we're going to see that's as going, a to or yeah, going to be here. Yes, going. Is it just a fad, or is it going to be a trend mm-hmm. that's going to last, let's say, a couple of years before it dies down again?
1: Oh, um, right now, I feel like, well, as I see it, I think it should. It's nice if it becomes a thing again, and because it's a we want to keep film alive, so
2: yeah. we
1: want if more and more people are exposed to it then people are gonna uh, keep um, shooting or getting yeah. at least even in their personal lives or the photographer um the wedding photographers usually influence the couples with film yeah and but the thing is it's hard to penetrate or to introduce film with, in the wedding industry right now because you have to introduce this or educate the market first That's so
0: true.
1: so you, um it might be a trend, but they do it in the states or everywhere. I think we're behind. So yeah, the Philippines is behind. Yeah. So Full
2: disclosure: We're working in the same <laughs> photography studio yeah. that offers. Yeah. The studio, guys. <laughs> <laughs> offers they're They're both
0: uh, phil- uh, wedding photographers, yeah. yeah. So I'm kind of like the odd one out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, so you've been shooting 2011. A lot of people, when people, they think of starting something, something like photography, photography, film photography, whatever it might be. But, but right, right now we're sticking to photography, to, photography yeah, right? But, but when, when people, people are, starting, are starting, even when I was starting, like I had the idea of wanting to learn everything in a year mm-hmm. or in two years, mm-hmm. whatever. But, but now, given, given the perspective that you've been doing in 2011, almost 10 years, kind I'm of okay. eight years. What, what are the things that you still learn? Are there anything like anything new that you learned this year or
1: well, it's not how long you learn it's the depth yeah. so it's like how much time you wanna put in it mm-hmm. so meaning even if you're you're just shooting for a year, but you've been trying to learn it every day twenty four hours mm. it's it's right. it's it's your depth and it's what you put in your yeah, hours yeah, so um I think me it's the style I guess my when I was still starting um, I always was conscious about my shooting style so it's always um, because for me stylist your shooting style is your character
0: um, your who character who you are here.
1: yeah so but um, it's it's also contrasting on how are you going to market your style yeah. so parang parang it's hard because you have to uh, consider the market but you also have to consider your, yourself or your art but um yeah so that's that's something i th- i still uh think that i feel like i keep i need to keep learning yeah and i think so, another
2: thing that makes it difficult is as photographers or as human beings, we need to keep on learning. We never really stop learning anything. Mm-hmm. And how do you manage to keep your style consistent while learning new information? And at the it's same true. time, you have to take into consideration the style that your clients want. It's true. So it's a big like yeah. ecosphere.
0: That must, must take you know. a lot of patience. Well, yeah.
1: it? T- it took a lot of understanding myself and then just letting go of whatever Um, because this is what I realized if you know yourself and then you you show your style and then you will still attract uh, a market that resonates with your work
2: so that's been my Uh,
1: if you're a newbie you're always gonna be problematic about your style who am I gonna so
2: so we're just going to pause it here for a while because our video feed got cut (laughs) stay tuned guys we'll be back and we're back. Sorry for that quick technical issue. Yeah. What were you talking about?
0: Were you saying something about
1: styles? I think the yeah, style about that resonates. Yeah,
2: how newbies are. Are always problematic about their, their
1: shooting style, or they mm-hmm. need to develop their style right yeah. away. I think
2: right. that's so something so. nice we have. We, we can talk about like how were you able to develop your style? Like, what was the turning point that you said? Ah, this is my style. From someone who's just exploring different types, then what's that switch that made you say, okay, this is going to be my style?
1: Oh, well, when I look at the picture and then after a few months or years and then I still like it, then I will consider that this is something that's me because it still resonates with me. So So when
2: did that happen in your career? Mm,
0: then you say, okay, started, this is going to be my style.
1: When I started using film. Uh, so so that's only...
0: Two years? Three years yeah, ago. three
1: years ago. So even when I was already shooting digital for how many years, that's always been a problem of mine. So I guess when I started shooting film, I started liking um, my output. And I started really, really um saying that it's me it's it has a part of me in there so it's not just something that i do for money <laughs> so mm. something like that
0: so, um so you found that out 2016 3 years ago i
1: feel, uh, yeah, i guess yeah
0: so it must have had some type of su- significant change in the way you see your art or this way you see just everything
1: yes definitely
0: it's like, a, I would think it's like some type of like, a, almost like a superpower. I think when you, when you figure something that, you know, significant out in your life. Uh, how, how do you think, like, like the general idea, or like, do you have anything in your mind that you think that specific moment when you started film, when you figured yourself out, what changed in your life? How did it affect your life outside of film or like photography in general?
1: Oh, well, because we, in our age now, in our generation, everything's instant, everything yeah. is um, accessible, and mm. and it feels like you always have to catch up. Everything's fast-paced, and you always have to catch up. That's, that's something that I felt like um, the film discipline, or the discipline that film photography taught me, is that to take it slow i think everybody has experienced that as well mm. so yeah taking it slow and then really contemplating my shots and then well when i do that of course i contemplate as well i mean in my head i still also yeah it it it's more of a reflection it's become a reflection right. of of my thoughts yeah. and my you know emotions i guess
0: yeah like you're more present yeah, because like we were talking about like before we started the podcast that you were meditating like you you were mm-hmm. up you're up really early and yeah. they were asking like what do you do yeah. at 4 a.m. <laughs> 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 and I would think that that probably is some somewhat like is it would you say that it's somewhat like influenced by oh you know you what's funny from? it's
1: because I I started waking up early now that you mentioned it I started waking up early at 4 a.m. Um, when I had this idea that I should shoot every morning with film,
2: hmm. so that's and a cool project. I
1: called it meditations. Um, mornings are for for coffee and meditations from mm. Stranger Things. Right. <laughs> mornings <laughs> are for right. So, um, yeah. So when I go out, I ride the LRT and then just shoot and then yeah started contemplating and then well life still happened so i stopped that a little bit but I, it's a, it's a fun thing to do but, i, I yeah. i've been thinking about of doing that again so about mm. doing that again so
2: i don't know i think we could collab so. on that yeah we can do a project <laughs> for a.m photo Something walks like yeah
0: yeah early mornings Definitely. yeah Comment, uh comment down below <laughs> <That'd> be <laughs> like healthy. the idea the and lights if you want to so. join us, yeah, That's perfect that'll be awesome since there's a dialogue, yeah. so we, it's nice to say hi to them every once in a while <laughs> <laughs> so um uh, the other um, s- spectrum of that you know, what changed in your life when you figured that out before you figured it out, what do you think you know coming from your background? what was it that you contributed to film or like in your journey in film that you were able to use from your life outside film that probably contributed to you and your style and how you approach film photography?
1: Um, You mean, wait, I'm not sure if I get that.
0: Like, you know, uh, probably me my character is like, Mm -hmm. I started with music, I started like really liking storytelling, I like mm-hmm. video even before I really got into liking pictures, mm-hmm. you know, and when I started shooting, like we were talking about it, like Daryl and I, like I don't enjoy por- portraits as much. I enjoy it, but I don't feel like I'm really in it when I shoot it, you know, landscapes, mm-hmm. I don't feel it. But when I shoot street, is when I really feel it. But and I think it's because like I was really into music, and I feel like it's a symphony when you know, like the the chaos in the street. You know, it's weird. But that's what you want to capture, and like there's storytelling, even though there's really no story, and you're really making it up in your head. But that's why I like how I approach film that way. It's because like it's true to who you are. And what do you think was in your life even before you started film photography that you felt like you brought with you as you started your journey?
1: With film, um, how should I say it? I think.
0: Uh, wait. You can take your time. We're just talking okay. about slowing down, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it makes sense that you're slowing no, down. No, no, so developing, sorry. We're still yeah, developing yeah, yeah. the thought. Yeah. 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 No. Oh, well, maybe they can answer it real quick. Before, while you are yeah. thinking about?
1: It. Yeah. Well, What's your take
0: on that? Just the idea of like what you think you took.
2: Well, for, uh, for in my yeah. style? Yeah. Are, are you asking about my yeah, style? Right. Yeah. Well, since I'm currently trying to find my own style,
0: mm.
2: I think, um, as I've mentioned, I think it, it, it was in an earlier podcast or, or a, chan- a video we did, is that right now I'm trying to face my fears mm-hmm. when it mm-hmm. comes to creative uh, work. That's why I want to... If you noticed, our previous videos recently are more on portraits. Because that is one of my fears. like How to shoot people. How to make their personality translate in a photograph. So I think that's how external factors influence me to to implement it in a film aspect. Mm-hmm. I think that... How about... Not, not really film. How about in your photography in general? Oh. Both digital and... Is there anything any aspect in your life that reflects in your photography?
1: I'm cheesy. Just <laughs> no Go, it's cheese because, it all up. <laughs> um, yeah, I like expressing myself. So when I try and take a picture, I think about of a story behind it. Mm. So the visual is always connected to the caption, so something like mm.
2: that. So so, so which I comes the first, story, the photo or the story?
1: Sometimes it's the story, sometimes it's the photo. Yeah. So sometimes, mm-hmm. um, I have this thought in my head and or opinions in my head, like, oh, um, let's just say depression. Okay. So about um overcoming it and over um how are you or how are you gonna um face it Mm. something like that so i have an idea in my head and then just type it and then whatever i am experiencing or whatever i have in my mind i will try to create that sometimes or sometimes i just take a picture of whatever's there Mm. so
0: right isn't that amazing like it's like almost another language that you're speaking. It's true. It's like you're you're looking for a, for a story, and you have all these opinions, but you can't. You're not satisfied. That's why you're looking for that picture, you know, to express yourself or have something outside express itself to you. Yeah, I think that's
1: it. Complements. You
0: know, yeah. Picture. Yeah. You talked a little bit about, you know, depression, anxiety. That's mm-hmm. probably a topic for another podcast. But, uh, but in this podcast, like, mm. I talk a little bit about like the struggles in art like you're a very artistic person you know mm-hmm. you you know posting your instagram your stories <laughs> and you watch it all the time yeah. it's like guys like go on our instagram it's like an hour a day of ig stories <laughs> what makes your- me stay in Actually, bed
1: my- IG story.
2: <laughs> what was that what's your ig handle again it's
1: your story kimmy
2: your, your story kimmy, kimmy. Yeah. go follow her guys. she changes
0: it quite frequently sometimes i'm looking I think for that handles i'm gonna and stick that. to that okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah you'll find her she'll make you stay in bed a bit longer in the morning <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's just actually lying down like, yeah and, yeah it's uh captivating sometimes even though nothing's sometimes nothing's really happening but i just Feel like, something's going to happen in the end. But nothing <laughs> happens. But I'm like, okay. Uh, what a letdown. Yeah, a no. letdown but I yeah. still, you know, get tricked into it. But <laughs> <laughs> clickbait. <laughs> no, clickbait. No, um,
1: uh, I think, yeah. And since our generation is also very visual and we need to, um, I think because of social media, our generation is always um, into visuals. So being a photographer in this generation is a is a very tricky and a very good thing as well so um it's like when you're when you in terms of art, I feel like um I could express it more than it's like a medium right mm-hmm. it's a medium yeah, it's a it's medium, a medium. Yeah. and and you you feel like um, you can express it more uh, than just saying it or typing mm-hmm. it, so yeah, so that's why it, I always put something out, yeah with visuals,
0: I yeah, guess. and that's good that, that shows how your mind just doesn't stop wanting to produce something, you know, yeah so um, yeah, <laughs> is a struggle would you think the struggle is actually controlling? How, you know, like, because you're always, like, constantly, like, wanting to put out something. Would it be, like, you're trying to control that part?
1: Oh, in terms of um, social media content?
0: Or, like, anything in general, like, just wanting to create. The pressure of creating. Yeah, yeah.
1: Before, I guess, when I was starting. And also, a little bit last year. I think Mm -hmm. I struggled with that because um, sometimes I feel like what I say or what I do or what I put out as work or as something creative becomes inauthentic. Mm. So I I tried checking myself all the time and then I've been either too hard towards myself or either too um, pretentious. Mm -hmm. Sort of like that as well. So you have to always just check
0: yeah, Dale talks about this a lot too, like being hard on yourself, like, yeah. you know, uh, not really being able to figure out what you want to, right? Like yeah. your style and
2: stuff like that. Yeah. And sometimes I think you just really need to take a break with whatever you're doing. And mm. For example, in our case, when we're... Sometimes you're pressured to make videos, mm. and it's, it's hard to. We talked about this. It's hard to make a video and take photos at the same time. Right. It's hard to be creative in both aspects right. during the yeah. same moment. Yeah. So sometimes we take breaks with making videos and just shoot on our own yeah. without really the need of mm-hmm. posting it on yeah. YouTube or yeah. Instagram. Yeah. And, and just it's just a creative exercise.
0: Yeah, and then you go back with a fresher mind yeah. again. I think me, I. Burn out quite quick like remember our shoot last time like was it yesterday we went shooting and uh so something happened a new shit happened Uh, Mm new new stuff happened that we Uh for we forgot to load the the film and so we were shooting probably a good 15 shots already when we when we found out that we didn't even load it yeah and i told daryl can we do it again like from the beginning like how we did it like same uh Like, let's not go to the, you know, like I wanted my mind to be refreshed again because I couldn't go back in there and take the same shots again. So I really burn out quite quick. Like, I can't do like even when we do our intros and outros, actually, like if you make me speak like this, I I don't ever like stumble on my words. Rarely do I stumble on my words. But like when we do intros and outros, I cannot get out any word. Like So like I think we have like very many, many, many ways of like burning out. And yeah. we have to constantly, in every day, in every day, we just have to constantly try to figure out how we work around those things. And, uh, yeah, taking breaks is one of the biggest things, I think.
1: And and it's some, it's like a reset. Mm-hmm. So, it's like yeah. um, you're trying to, um, sometimes everything becomes too noisy. Mm. And then you don't know what you want anymore or you, mm. you can't. When, when everything's noisy, you can't even hear yourself. Right, so that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, taking a break and resting from working. That's why I took film. It's because weddings and then we shoot like thir- 25 days in December. <laughs> so we're like, Okay, so sometimes we're just repeating the same poses, repeating yeah. the same yeah. composition, know. and and it will really burn you out. Uh, and yeah, that's why I took film. And then my friend, my friend Jed was the one who introduced me to film. Though, um Betty and yeah Betty and Jed are the ones who really influenced me into shooting film again. Yeah, and they are all so film.
2: Uh, wedding they are also wedding photographers.
1: Yeah. So. When they did that, I think that was their I think in my opinion, that was their way of um uh similar to me, diving into a slower paced uh type of photography.
2: So I think it's nice you used the word reset yeah. earlier. That I think one of the biggest sins that us creatives do is that when we burn out and we take a break and pause. Some really just stop, stop doing it, they just stop doing anything. And I think that's a great sin. If if you, I think the healthier way to do it is if you stop, let's say, if you're burnt out on a certain project or a style, I think if you pause on that, it's good if you start another one or just try to dabble, let's say, in another hmm. form of art instead of just not doing anything. That's and and it. it doesn't really have to be art, or uh, for example, yeah. if take another hobby or try let's say a a new martial art yeah yeah, something like that yeah and not just stop
1: it's true because if you stop you'll get stuck and it's harder to navigate or try to re, um try to gain momentum yeah that's true Mm, because you're starting
0: from a full stop stop. yeah makes a lot of sense like what do you guys think of hustle though (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> <Sorry>. Gary <V>. <laughs> <laughs> No Gary v, You
0: guys introduced me to Gary v. I think Daryl was the one Who introduced yeah. me to Gary v. And at first I thought It was, was annoying legend. Like first Probably first yeah. two videos He was still like Always up in your face Like <laughs> You know With a awesome. voice like Yeah Yeah Come on da-da-da said it
1: himself he's, he's annoying he's annoying at first and then you oh he get, did yeah he even oh, he said he read it. my mind he knows he knows he knows, <laughs> he that, knows. no because he's super at first repetitive he's right? not really gonna yeah. impress you but mm. once you get to see his content once you get to mm-hmm. yeah understand what he's really for yeah that's that's how you get hooked what, I guess. W- what's
0: your guys get? obsession for Gary V why do you guys like, like I see him um, in your in your stories, in your posts, quite a lot. Probably like multi- <laughs> multiple times a day. He changed me a lot. That's why. What, <laughs> what, what um, attracts you guys a lot? I mean, like, I love Gary. Mm-hmm. I consume his content too. Mm-hmm. But what do you think you like the most about Gary
1: He's. I think he's sort of like your internet brother. You don't know him, <laughs> but he's sort of like he, his content is just something that will just push you. Yeah. into really doing something like if you get into a place where you feel like you're gloomy or stuck or something like that and then you hear this you gotta do you or you gotta you gotta
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it <laughs> um, just
1: answers you, you that just, yeah. that negative um,
2: thought in your head like can I do this or if yeah, I yeah cancels it yeah if I get yeah. up right now am I really going to change anything in my yeah. life if I'm gonna push harder, am I gonna change? All that voice is in your head. I think, I think what really resonated
1: with me when the first time is that when he said, "Don't care about, don't think about what other people say about what you do mm. or what about who you are. Right. It doesn't matter." Mm-hmm. So what he said there really uh, helped me because you as somebody trying to market herself on the internet and right. also trying to um produce work that makes an impact or matters um, you will feel feel the pressure so that's when the pressure comes right. you feel like what's are they are they gonna like this or are they gonna criticize this but when he said that it doesn't matter if it makes you happy then put it out and if you don't get a lot of likes that's fine yeah so you get yeah. that pressure as well especially now that you're in a generation of you know, validation, yeah. right. you need the, the need for yeah. validation. Like so,
2: you have to satisfy yourself first yeah. before you go out and get like the validation of other people. Yeah, yeah.
0: exactly. then if you're already like fulfilled, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. those are just That's, icing on the that cake. That really helped, right. helped a lot, yeah.
1: So when he said that, I felt like I produced more, I created more mm-hmm. and it ultimately helped me as a person to just keep creating and keep mm-hmm. continuing what you do.
0: Yeah, so and this content is like applicable to almost anything. You know, like we were talking about like taking a rest and all that stuff. the reason I remember him because like he was always adamant about like grinding and yeah. hustle. But he also uh, talked about how sometimes grinding isn't just working, 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 working. You know, being smart with how you work. You know, and the reset, reset thing, I, I could kind of like, like relate to how he talks about, about it. Like, okay, rest is good. Sometimes, sometimes you really need to rest because it's productive for your own body or like your mind. But, but at the same time, time, you can't just rest and stop because you're, you're not being productive when you rest and stop. You know, now you're just making giving yourself reason to do this again to not work yeah. to not you know. So, yeah, I think. Those are very good insights. Like, okay. Gary Vee yeah. is for everyone. If you yeah. don't know Gary Vee, he, yeah. Gary Vaynerchuk. Yeah, go Check
2: out. Awesome dude. He's uh, on everywhere. He's it's everywhere. everywhere. It's Facebook, it's Twitter. He's the best. Friendster. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably <Friendster>. not a friend. MySpace. face. <laughs> oh, that's he what can't. you think. <laughs> 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 he's everywhere. Yeah, he's everywhere. everywhere. If you need yes. that
0: little push today, and go ahead. To his
2: credit, he's not that aggressive right now. Anymore, he's still not anything. Oh no, he
0: has no. much like he always <laughs> shout at you. Yeah, he used yeah. to,
1: I think, but he makes a lot more sense now. And um, as you grow, you also grow into his other content. So, I guess that's more um, like. More in the strategy, the business. That's what I listen to now. Before it was just purely motivational. (laughs) Motivational. Now Now you you also dig deeper, and that's cool Mm -hmm. because he provides uh uh. What's this? The initial uh, interest, and then also a deeper context.
0: Mm, Yeah. 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 So anything you want to add? Like, but now you have like, like Tiny Print. Yeah. Talk a little bit about it's Tiny Print. Like, tiny Print You right? probably were able to, uh, to apply some of yeah. Gary V's yeah. words when you started <laughs> Tiny business? Print. Yeah. so how, yeah, did, how, how business, did Tiny man. Print
1: Room yeah. start? Tiny Print Room started... Well, or so what is Tiny Print before tiny you print say how it started? Tiny Print Room is a print studio, independent print studio that um, promotes uh, printing your work, your memories, and all your photos in general. So, but it's just small prints, right? Now. That's why it's tiny print. Right. So it's just something that you. Uh, I wanted it to become something. Uh, printing to become a thing again, <laughs> make print.
2: Shoot
0: to print. <laughs>
1: Shoot to print. Yeah. So, um, it's because uh, you just get a different feeling if you if you see and hold your your photos, and yeah, it started because. Um, well, we were talking about this about with my friend. I remember he, she was driving in EDSA and then I was like, hey, we should do this. Um, we should... Well, it... I saw this business model in the States. And then oh, we should totally copy this.
0: <laughs> but, but but then... A great was, artist... Uh, <laughs> yeah. What would you call that? What, you, what was that uh, quote again? Uh, good Skill. artists uh, copy, copy and yeah. great yeah. artists steal. That's kill. So
1: yeah, and I was like, yeah, we should totally do this here in the Philippines. And well, that was a long time ago. And then I really didn't put mind and effort to it or thought and effort to it and then uh just last year when i was just um doing nothing on the internet lingering and then somebody commented on a post of am i I allowed to say her name or you're
0: allowed to say anyone's name shout
1: out to mika padilla she she's the one who looked for uh hey where can i print my photos with this quality or postcard quality, something like that. And then a friend tagged me and then, yeah, this could be an opportunity. So I just started (laughs) it. And then when she gave me her orders, I just started building from there. So Mm -hmm. I have this background with Sunny16 a little bit. And I've learned a lot from there and my partners as well. So I learned from them. And I learned a lot from YouTube. (laughs) And yeah so building a system and then just trying to uh fulfill what yeah. I promised to to her mm. started tiny print room mm.
0: so that's a then, cool origin story yeah, yeah so. it's an interesting way to start <laughs> <laughs> and you, can you did you see that there like when she was talking about tiny print, she lit up <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love to see. I like yeah. seeing that when <laughs> people talk about something you something just know you, are. Yeah. you yeah. just know and it's something you're out. really passionate about. Yeah. You just sure. can't help it. Um, you have anything more to add? So, how could people reach Tiny Print Room?
2: Where could they Mostly follow you? we
1: are on Instagram right now. Our Facebook it s- still needs a lot of work, but we are on Instagram. And, and your
2: Instagram is?
1: Tiny Print Room. Tiny print
2: room. Yeah,
0: so yeah, go. Tiny Print Room. Go check out I Tiny Print Room if you want highly, your work to be yeah. printed. Yeah, yeah it's, we highly promote.
1: It's printed on old meal paper, old mill paper, eco-friendly, so you don't have to worry about. Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> what's better so than it's that? It's recycled.
0: Nothing's better than so, that, guys. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> so yeah, before we end, we, let's wrap it up. Yeah. So, um, what more can we expect from Kim Lim
2: this coming two thousand twenty? What pressure? Uh, Any um, future projects you're working on that you need to be? Well, right now, I still want
1: to contribute uh, with We Want Film, of course, the community, and Tiny Print Room. But um, in terms of personal projects right now, I have so much ideas in my head, but I still can't really um, manifest or make it into a reality. So we'll see. We don't know yet. So that's just something we need (laughs) to be
0: staged. On. No, <laughs> yeah. we can't wait to see all those ideas. Okay. Let's end it with you're ending the podcast today. We don't know how to end podcast, so you're ending it. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> what what, what thank thank I you say? guys for listening. We uh hope we didn't ramble too much, but Kim Lim is going to end it for us. Message to the people.
1: Of of, the people, starting <laughs> <laughs> of people starting film. Of Mars. <laughs> um Uh for people starting film, you just have to keep shooting, I guess. That's ev- what everyone says yeah. anyway. So, just shoot and um, well, shoot, but try to learn the technical stuff because film is not just uh something that you you
2: should take lightly on.
1: Uh, yeah. So because uh, film is a learning pro. Shooting film is a uh an opportunity for you to learn and grow. Into, it's like being nerding out in yeah. photography. It's like you're always out a with student. Photography. Yeah,
2: you're always a beginner when it comes to film so, photography.
1: learn the technical stuff as well, not just the the, art. the feels the feel, the, the feels. aesthetic yeah. So I'm sorry, being being purist just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that's it you have to really learn because it's a it's an opportunity for you to push yourself and and it would
2: really help you improve your aesthetics as well if you're more into the aesthetic feel of photography learning the technicalities would help you improve on that
1: because Mm -hmm. you couldn't just take pictures that are underexposed yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's very true
2: so that's a strong message from kim lim and once again i'm daryl and I'm Gab. And this is Analog Dialogue. Hope to see you on our next episodes. Bye, see guys. See ya.
0: <laughs> Bye. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know what <me> i so now? <laughs>
1: hey,